This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy web show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with the owner of a crazy cool cat cafe. I will tell you all about her and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. How many of you have pets? My hand's raised. Now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life. And that pet is lucky to have you too. But unfortunately, there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own. However, Bob's from Skechers is trying to change that. So we developed Bob's for dogs and cats to help pets in need. With every purchase of adorable Bob's footwear or fun, stylish apparel, or even the cutest Bob's pet accessories, Skechers makes a donation to Petco Love to help save shelter pets. And with your help, we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over $7 million. So while you're getting style and comfort with features like Skechers' famous memory foam cushioning, you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion because happiness is having a loving pet by your side. Find Bob's at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, select pet co-locations, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a pet parent, a cat trainer, an entrepreneur. She's an adventure seeker, a coffee lover. Like me, she's a proud Latina and Miamian. She's cat mocked to three cats, the OG named Sammy, Alice, and Palmetto. She's a cat rescue advocate, self-described crazy cool cat lady, and owner of the Cat's Meow in Miami, Florida. She's Elizabeth Gallardo. Welcome, Elizabeth. It's so good to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's truly, truly a pleasure to be here with you today. I am so excited because I have to be honest, I've never been to a cat cafe, so I am virtually going to visit. And the next time I'm in Miami, I'm going to actually physically visit. Yes, yes. We'd love to have you here and the kitties as well. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, who's the kitty in the background right there laying there? That is Cheeto or Meatball. Actually, it's two brothers, so I got them confused. So yeah, that's actually Meatball. His brother Cheeto looks identical to him. I'll probably show him around um, when, you know, when I give you the small tour. Oh, awesome. I mean, he looks so relaxed. I love your wall, your climbing wall. That is so perfect for cats, but we can't get into that just yet because I need to introduce our drinking game. So anybody participating in our drinking game today, anytime you hear this word, the secret word is Miami. Make sure you take a drink of whatever you're enjoying, but please be 21 and over to partake in the U.S. Never drink and drive and always drink responsibly. So are you having a cocktail at the cat cafe right now? I actually was, <laughs> but it's over there somewhere. <laughs> She's going to be moving around with the cats and showing us. So if you want to go grab it, go grab it. Ooh, hold on. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> awesome. So what are you having? It's my favorite funky Buddha Floridian. <laughs> oh, it's a half of ice in. I'm actually having a blue moon 
mango wheat because I figured what is more Miami than mango? So cheers. Right. And this is the wheat ale. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheers. cheers. Thank you for being on the show. I'm so excited to talk to you. For sure. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So who do you have there? This is little Brent. Brent is a pirate kitty. I don't know if you could tell <gasps> here. So he, uh, as well as his, uh, well, he has two other brothers, uh, Nugget and Brody, but both of those are totally blind. He was able to at least have one eye saved. So like many cats that come from the street, there's a variety of illnesses that, you know, that they're exposed to. And if they don't go treated, if they go untreated, especially with an upper respiratory infection, they get lots of ocular discharge, lots of nasal discharge, they sneeze, cough. And if they don't see a vet and get treatment, their eyes get really, really swollen and infected. And by the time they do make it to a vet, their eyes are no longer viable. So they need to be removed. So we love getting blind cats here. They, they acclimate so well. You'd be surprised as to how well they get around. You wouldn't even know that they were blind. That's how great they do here. Uh, and, and we really pride ourselves in being able to give them that environment for them to, to do that. That is yeah. so, so cool. So are they all there together right now? So the little two brothers are, we had to move them upstairs. They did get another like kitty cold. So like quarantine, you know, you got to move them out so that <laughs> the other cats don't get the, the illness as well. That is so cool that they can all stay together until they find a home. Yeah, for so sure. The way that I introduce this show is always with a game. So today I came up with a cat cafe trivia game called Cat Cafe. All right. How Woo! much history on cat cafes did you have to do or learn before you were able to start your cat cafe? Oh, lots. I mean, just like with any business, right? You want to do your research, your due diligence. So cat cafes originated in Asia, Japan. So their concept came about from, you know, folks who live in buildings that can't have animals. So these spaces provided them that ability to hang out with cats, bond with them, and just get that, you know, that feline love that they may not be able to get because they can't own a cat per se. Or Cheeto, are you trying to? Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if a cat jumps on here. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't uh, be the first time, so don't <laughs> even worry about it. Okay. Well, okay. So it sounds like you're pretty prepared for this game. So I'm going to go ahead and start with question number one. As right. a general term, a cat cafe is a theme cafe whose attraction is cats who can be watched and played with. True or false? True. And these Questions mostly came from Wikipedia, if anybody wants to do more follow-up learning. All right, next one. In many cat cafes, patrons pay a cover fee, generally hourly, and thus cat cafes can be seen as a form of supervised indoor pet rental. True or false? Uh, True. I'm not sure about the pet rental part, but yeah, you know, you could come and hang out with them uh, for an admission fee. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. All right, next one. The term cat cafe has been officially recognized in the online edition of the Oxford Dictionary of English since August 2015. True or false? I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) We'll say true. Why not? (laughs) It is true. Isn't that so random? That's awesome. I love it. Well, 2015 was, I believe, the first year that the United States got their first cat cafe out in uh, Oakland, California. So makes sense. (laughs) That is so interesting that you know that all right 
Well, the next question, the world's first cat cafe named Neko Nomai's Shop of Cats opened in 2005 in Tokyo. True or false? Uh, true. It's no, actually I'm, false. I'm the name of the the, the <laughs> it's actually false according to wikipedia the world's first cat cafe was cat flower garden which opened in <laughs> taipei taiwan in 1998 and eventually became a global tourist destination you are correct i do recall that now the flower garden yes you are correct <laughs> yes yes okay in the united kingdom animal charities disagree on whether cat cafes are a suitable environment for cats True or false? I mean, I would say false. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> okay. true. Okay. While some organizations are for the concept, that there are some that aren't, but some a right. lot of them are. But they all agree that they need some kind of regulation to ensure everybody's safety. For sure. Absolutely. Okay, last one. In the United States, most health departments require special steps to separate the cafe from area where the cats are housed. In some cases, this even extends to areas that cats pass through only briefly. Example, when they're adopted and leave the premises. Is this true or false? Uh, yes. I mean, they do require a separation. Uh, depending on how the the cat cafe is set up because we all are set up in a variety of ways but yes we do have that cafe side yes we do need that separation per health code yes amazing okay so how did you get in the business so how i got started so i did start in a lot of uh, rescue work volunteer work i was a foster for miami-dade animal services for years before opening as well as part of their caddy team which is the trap neuter return a team that they have volunteers to help the outdoor population, to help control that and help them um, live healthier lives by practicing TNVR, where, you know, we trap them humanely, we get them spayed, neutered, we get them vaccinated, they get that ear tip, and then we release them back to the outdoor community. So while doing that, uh, you know, you come across kittens and cats and friendly cats that can get adopted, but there is no outcome for them. And at least here in Miami, we didn't really have this type of concept available for cats. You know, it's just a great way to have them exposed to a different environment. It's a different platform. They're not in cages. It's free roaming. They are very de-stressed here, very calm. Um, so it is just a great way to get cats adopted. And again, we didn't have this concept here. So I said, why not? I did have entrepreneurship in my blood from my family. I went to school, you know, got all the research that I needed. And I went to cat camp in New York and I saw a seminar there with um, Adam, who is was part owner of was part owner or is of Oakland uh, Cat Cafe, the one over there, Cat Town. And then as well as uh, Christina Hall, she opened New York City's first Cat Cafe uh, Meow Parlor. So they did a seminar. I got to know what the concept was. I finally visited my first few cat cafes and I was like, OK, this makes sense. I'm doing it. so that's how that got started, you know, and then research and long story short, we're here now. <laughs> that is so awesome. I'm so impressed because it's not an easy business to start because it's relatively new concept. I'm sure yeah. all the, the insurance and the loans that it takes, all of that. I, I mean, no idea what to do with us. Not even the city. They were like, what? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Was the city open? I mean, obviously Miami Dade's animal services was open to it. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course. They actually had reached out to me because they knew I was starting this and 
since I was already involved with the foster program, they were just like, well, this makes sense. And it was always a seamless process that we were always all on the same page. It was all to get cats adopted and to just better, you know, their rates of getting adopted and how they're perceived within the community. So that's another thing that we like to shine on is just how we can educate the public as to cat behavior, anything cat, oh, cat just ran through there. <laughs> and yeah, we want to be not only just a spot to adopt and for people to come and relax and hang out, but we want to be a source of education as well. This is such yeah. a cool concept. <laughs> I cannot wait to visit. So because I'm not there and I can't be there, what is a visit to the Cats Meow Cafe Miami like? Right. So you walk in, uh, when you first walk in, you walk into our retail side. So on that retail side, we have everything you need to get started. Or even when you go to, you know, come to adopt litter boxes, carriers, toys, treats, uh, bowls, um, you know, all of that. So it's, we're trying to be a one-stop shop as well. Uh, for folks. So we're not necessarily a lot. We get the question. So are you a cafe? We do have snacks and bottled beverages, but because of our zoning regulations with the city, we're more of a retail store with, you know, that little snack bar option. Uh, so yeah, you walk in, you go through that. We give you, you know, the intro. Uh, some folks do their uh, visits online. They reserve their visits online. If not, we do accept walk-ins. It just depends on availability. And once you walk in through the double door system, you're in cat heaven. We have nice calming music playing. We have anywhere from 15 to 25 cats at a time. Uh, that is Tommy. Hi, Tommy. <laughs> and it's just a great space for the cats uh, to interact with humans. And there's a, we have a TV on with a YouTube channel called Cat TV. So there's birds, squirrels. Sometimes the cats would just like stare at the TV. It's just, it's really <laughs> funny to watch, but it's just a great experience. Um, so what I also like to tell people is you're part of the process. If you're not necessarily looking to adopt, you're coming in here to help socialize the cats in preparation for adoption. So you do become part of the process, not necessarily you coming just here to hang out. You know what I mean? So I guess the goal for any cat cafe, correct me if I'm wrong, is the cats getting socialized and adopted. The humans are kind of like the props in a sense. Pretty much, <laughs> but also the potential future adopters as well. Yeah. Yes. They support monetarily. They pay the entrance fee, which we'll talk about that in a minute. If you have one, what it is, but they support it financially. They support by adopting, they support by socializing, but really it's all about the cats. I mean, I can see your setup is so beautiful. Would you mind giving us a quick tour before we take yeah, a yeah, break? For sure. For sure. So it, it is after hours. So some of the furniture is uh, put away. But for the most part, I'll show you the entrance here. So the double door system when you first walk in and then you're in. So this is the lounge. There is shelving on the wall so the cats can just, you know, do as they wish. Some cats prefer to hide up above and some cats there used to be a cat in here, but see, we have little hideout beds like that. So if they are a little shy, they are able to hide and to get away. Here is Jennifer. Jennifer has been our, so far our longest. <laughs> she's hiding now. <laughs> she's shy. Uh, she's been here with us since February. So we are really trying to see if she can get a home. And then our old lady, Celeste, she's sleeping down here. So she enjoys time we have you know they just get to roam freely and if they want to climb this is our big eight foot tower as well so they can climb all the way up and they just really really enjoy the space it allows them to 
decompress. There's Meatball trying to figure out how to get out. Hi, Meatball. <laughs> that is one of the ones that likes to watch the TV. It's really, really funny. That is so cool. So I have to take a commercial break. I'm going to leave everybody looking at the cats. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. And I'm going to learn more about Miami's awesome cat cafe, The Cat's Meow. We'll be right back. Sit tight. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Zarada, and today I am virtually visiting Miami's The Cat's Meow Cafe. It's a cat cafe in Miami, my hometown, and I'm speaking to Elizabeth Gallardo, who is the founder. She is her, she calls herself a crazy cool cat lady. And I mean, she's from Miami. She loves cats. She has a cat cafe. I feel like that's a really good moniker for her. And I want to learn more about her business, the cat's meow. So our second game today, Elizabeth, is called the cat's meow. And it's a quick fire challenge where I'm just going to ask you about your business. Right, fair. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do it. All right. The first question: What kind of food and refreshments do you serve at the Cat's Meow? We have bottled cold brews. We have uh, vegan cookies from Courtney's Cookies. We do try to, you know, just stick to the vegan stuff. But we do have cold brew coffees, nitro coffees, uh, lots of other juices and snacks for for everyone to enjoy. That's amazing. So apart from Miami Animal Services, do you uh, work with any rescues? No, we work with them uh, specifically, just uh, exclusively, yeah. Okay, next question. How many cats are kept in the building at one time? Uh, anywhere from 15 to 25. Uh, we've actually reached 27 at one point. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is that like zoning specific? Like uh, were you given that max? Well, there's a formula that the ASPCA does require. We never surpass that. We just like to always keep it a little below that just to maintain the health uh, for you know everyone and to make sure that there's enough space for everyone. Plus, we are limited to the, sp the amount of litter boxes that we can put in the little back room, which I'll give you a little sneak peek later. <laughs> okay, so actually that brings me to my next question. How many litter boxes are in the building? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Oh my goodness. That is a lot of litter boxes to clean. How often are those litter boxes cleaned? They are scooped all throughout the day multiple times, <laughs> at least four times a day. You would have to for sure. Yeah. All right. Do you have to do the scooping? 
sometimes, but you know, we have employees that also help out with that, but we all get down and dirty here. <laughs> I bet, I bet. <laughs> you guys take covered in pet hair to another level, I am another sure. Another level, another level. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it usually take a cat that goes to the Cat's Meow Miami to find a home? I would say an average, Usually it's an average of probably uh, two weeks or so, at least with the kittens. Uh, we like to acclimate them, make sure they're all nice and healthy, but the adults are the ones that sometimes take a longer uh, time, but for the most part, they go home fairly quickly. There's only two cats here that have been with us for more than like three, four months. Uh, everyone else got here within two weeks. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Okay, next question, are children welcome? Yes, we do allow children. It's just the only thing is that they really have to follow the rules just because some kids are not too familiar as to how to interact with cats. So always the safety is our main concern. Kids under the age of 13 are required to enter with a parent. Um, we do have the, you know, the lounge rules. If at any point they're not able to follow them, we do give them timeouts outside of the lounge just to collect themselves and come back in, you know, want to make sure everyone has a decent experience inside and that the cats aren't, you know, getting anxious in any way. But that everyone should, uh, yeah, and everyone should, I mean, I was a young kid wanting to get to know cats, right? It's just, we don't want to discriminate. We just want to make sure everyone has a safe and just enjoyable experience. Well, that is actually different for those that are not familiar. I actually did some research and there are cat cafes that require all people be over 11 years old or 13 or something like that in order to enter. So that is wonderful that you do allow children and that is good to know for the next time I'm in Miami with my kiddos. All right, next question. What is the entry fee and what does it cover? So the entry fee is $17 here at the Cat's Meow Cafe and you get a full hour to be inside the cat lounge with all of the kitties getting unlimited cuddles and pets and just an enjoyable, nice, peaceful time. That is awesome. <laughs> Who's that? That's Bubblegum. She's she's a little vocal and sassy. <laughs> she's beautiful. I love her markings. All right. Is there an annual pass or membership for those that just can't get enough? Yes, actually, we do have a membership. It's a monthly membership and you get unlimited visits to the cat lounge. We are working to kind of spruce up that membership so it has a little more perks. But definitely, yes. And all that is on our website for anyone that may be interested. Yes. And her website has frequently asked questions, which I found very helpful, by the way, in my research. So thank you for that. And then the last question is, what time of day would you recommend people come by to see the cats in all of their glory? They are definitely most active right when we open because they're like, we're ready to go. (laughs) And throughout like midday or at least the middle of our opening uh, operation hours, uh, operating hours, they they tend to, you know, like their naps. But we also uh, let folks uh, purchase little baggies of catnip or treats to indulge the cats. So that really like makes you like center of attention when you come in, even when they're sleeping. So <laughs> no, for anyone who wants to visit, make sure you get those catnip and treats. You'll be the life of the party. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. All right. So you, because I know Miami, I know that you're located in a pretty touristy area or like a really central area of Miami. Do tourists tend to come or is it more locals? uh, Both. Uh, We get tourists, we get lots of locals. I would say we get mostly locals, but yeah, we do get the tourist uh, folks here and there. We get folks that like to travel just to visit cat cafes. Uh, So we get that too. We get all sorts, all sorts of people that come through, even people not from like that 
live here only parts of the year, like things like that. So yeah, I, I want to say we, we get almost everyone. We're on Biscayne Boulevard, so we are very visible <laughs> to yes. everyone passing by. That is so cool. Okay. So I know you said that you had to separate a couple of cats because they have a runny nose, which, you know, happens, but have you ever had to evict a cat because they just weren't a good match for the cat cafe setting? Yes. Yes. Actually, there has been a few, um, not all cats are meant to be in an open population type environment. There are some cats that prefer to be on their own and tend to get a little anxious or stressed being around other cats. Not only that, there's also territory issues, right? So if we get a lot of recently neutered male cats that are adults, that's where some like, oh no, I'm alpha, no, I'm alpha. And then we do get some fights that happen. But that also happens with females. There are some females that are very highly territorial and then they tend to have issues with other like somewhat adult females as well. So yeah, it happens. Uh, it's happened to us quite a few times where we just call the shelter and let them know, listen, this is not a good fit for this cat here. They're not having a great time and it's stressing all the cats out. You couldn't like even sense the tension in the room when that happens. So they just come pick them up there, send them to another satellite adoption center, like a Petco or a PetSmart, or even back to their adoption center at, at their shelter. And then they end up finding a home. It's just sometimes, yeah, it's, it's not a good fit for all cats. And we understand that. Absolutely. I love that. So these cats that are in your uh, location, they don't have any other restraint other than the four walls that we're looking at. Correct. Yeah, that's it. They're here. They get to go anywhere in this room uh, whenever they want. That mm -hmm. is so cool. That is, it's like the epitome of a foster home, like all these other friends and right. all these humans to learn from and like interact with. And they have like these amazing walls that, I mean, I fostered cats for a while and I was hoping to keep two of them. I never was able to, cause I had four dogs and it was not a good idea, but my yeah. husband and I always wanted to put the shelves up because they were kittens and we wanted, but so many people don't have the space to do something like that. So right. this is such a nice little setup for that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we do consider ourselves as a big foster home for these cats until they find a home where we're the bridge in between per se. <laughs> and really allow them to decompress and to just become themselves. Because uh, during transport and cages and new environments, cats get really overwhelmed. So sometimes they hide for the first few days or are a little hissy for the first few days, but that's normal. We give them time to decompress, which is part of our process. The moment they arrive, they're not necessarily available for adoption because we have this little you know, time period where we allow them to relax. At that point, we can monitor them a bit better if they have any issues or health concerns that you know that we find that we address those uh, we want to make sure that when we do match the cat to the adopter we can tell them everything we've learned about this cat things they can look out for we're very transparent about that because we we want it to be an easeful transition into their new home that's essentially every cat parent wants right absolutely so, yeah. so tell me i read on your website actually that miami has a pretty big homeless cat population. So can you tell me what annually, like some numbers, like maybe annually, how many cats the Miami Animal Services works with and how many have you guys adopted uh, since you opened? Well, I'll answer that one first because I know the answer to that one. So as of today, we've adopted 391, 391 cats since opening on March 7th, 2020. In regards to the numbers the shelter does, it's in the thousands. Uh, they, yeah, they, they do a lot. Their daily intake is 
they do a lot and they're able to provide the you know the proper care needed uh but you know we also rely on fosters and volunteers it's a big part of you know open admission shelters it's a community it's a community job like we all got to put in our work and help out um and it it's it's really it's great it's so rewarding it's just so rewarding that is so cool yeah. and what a what terrible timing to start a cat cafe march of 2020 and the beginning of the pandemic so how do you think that affected you i mean oh, you still did so great you still did so great though <laughs> yes we we made it through thankfully but yes like many like it still is challenging but we've done our best to just continue you know our work and people believe in our work so once everything kind of like settled you know people started coming back out little by little uh, we're obviously starting to see a lot more folks coming out, especially after vaccines, uh, you know, started rolling out. But, you know, it's still is a scary concept, right? It's a pandemic. But uh, we were in the process approximately two years prior to that. So it was like, when are we opening? <laughs> and then unfortunately, we did open almost a week prior to that shutdown. So good times. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you poor thing. Like the pandemic could not have come at a worse time. Horrible. So I know the pandemic put a big damper on your, uh, you know, kitty parade, but you're like ready to like, you know, take the bull by the horns, so to speak. And you have some plans for workshops and things for cat lovers of Miami. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So we did kind of launch it a few months ago. I think it was back in July where we did our first neonate workshop. So essentially you want to be able to provide people the resources and how to's to get started into fostering, especially those little neonates that it's in the shelters. They need so many fosters for these little, little tiny babies. They are the most vulnerable in the shelters uh, because they are so young. They tend to be motherless and they tend to have all sorts of issues, health issues at that age. And sometimes it does require a fo uh, um, an experienced foster, but Nonetheless, we we even have a sign up sheet here for people to foster. But additional to that, we want to be able to also provide education and resources for trap neuter return. And also, if not many people know, but the rescue world, there is a lot of compassion fatigue. We do so much for these animals. And sometimes, whether it be issues with other humans, other rescue organizations, or even dealing with death and illnesses of, of these little babies. So we go through a lot um, and not everyone can be nice about all of that. So we have to take care of each other. So we are looking also to do some sort of workshop in regards to self-care in the rescue world and in the veterinary world. Um, they are also part of the highest rates of suicide um, in this nation. So any type of resources that we can provide for people off to help the cats at the end is, is really what we want to achieve with those workshops. That is amazing. So how can those of us that are not in Miami support all of these efforts? You know, you can share, repost, comment that doesn't, you know, that takes minimal effort and no monetary effort uh, for that matter. We also on our website have links to our Amazon wish list. Uh, we did create a Chewy wish list at one point and we also have our PayPal linked. So if anyone, you know, wants to help out these kitties, every contribution goes towards you know, the health and to better their living situation here and to help continue our mission as well. We want to be able to to adopt out way, way more and do a lot more to not only help the cat population, but to educate our community and just give them 
the confidence and resources to do all of these things to, again, at the end of the day, just better the cat population here. That is so awesome. I love it so much. I'm so happy that Miami, my hometown, is getting this kind of extra special help because Miami-Dade, Fort Lauderdale, what is Broward County, they've always had a very, very large homeless animal population. Uh, There's a lot of education needed in that area. I can agree with you for sure. And so I'm so happy to see that you guys are leading in that direction. So how can our audience learn more about the Cat's Meow Cafe Miami? Yes. So you can head on over to our website. That's catsmeowmia.com. There you'll be able to learn about us. Uh, If you're local or you're visiting, you can book your appointment. There's frequently asked questions, as you mentioned, even a contact page. We have our social media linked to that. So yeah, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So that's uh, the Cats Meow Cafe MIA for both Instagram and Facebook. And then just Cats Meow MIA uh, well, cats, cats meow without the the for Twitter because we're limited on characters. Right, Twitter yeah. limits it, so it's yes. cats, cats meow cafe m i a. There you go. All right, <laughs> perfect, awesome. I will put all of that information in all the links in the video description and on Pet Life Radio as well, so that everybody has access to it. I just want to propose a toast to you and your team for doing such an amazing job for homeless cats. Here's yeah. to you and to much Cheers. success of your cafe. Cheers. you're welcome i also want to propose a toast to our executive producer mark winter for making this show possible and to our listeners on pet life radio and our viewers on youtube here's to you thank you for joining us and spending your time with us here's to a life covered in pet hair because there's no better way to live cheers cheers (laughs) to learn more about covered in pet hair please visit coveredinpethair.com or petliferadio.com thanks for watching and we'll see you next time Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.